Headline News. Japanese Chief Cabinet Secretary Yoshihide Suga said today that Japan has strong hopes that the historic Trump-Kim summit in Singapore will mark a big step towards peace and stability in Northeast Asia. He told reporters at a news conference after the cabinet meeting that Japan and the U.S. were closely aligned on their policies toward North Korea. Japanese Foreign Minister Taro Kono added he will make a two-day visit to Seoul from tomorrow for two-way and three-way talks with U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and South Korean counterpart Kang Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un made history today, becoming the first sitting U.S. and North Korean leaders to meet and shake hands as they seek to end a tense decades-old nuclear standoff. The two men strode towards each other and shared a handshake at Capella Hotel on Sentosa Island in front of a display of North Korean and U.S. flags before sitting down for a half-day of meetings with ramifications for the world. They then adjourned to a sitting room where both Mr. Trump and Kim fielded questions. Mr. Trump spoke first and said he had no doubt they'd have a terrific relationship. Speaking in Korean, Kim said it was not easy to get here and old prejudices and practices worked as obstacles, but they overcame them and are here today. The leaders then proceeded to have a one-on-one meeting with only their translators present. At about 9.55am, Trump and Kim emerged from one-on-one talks to the bilateral meeting currently underway. Both sides are also scheduled to have a working lunch after their meetings. North Korea state media reported today that its leader Kim Jong-un has learnt about social and economic development through his surprise overnight tour of Singapore a day ahead of his planned summit with U.S. President Donald Trump. Last night, Mr. Kim left the St. Regis Hotel, Singapore, where he's staying, and visited tourist attractions in the city-state. The Korean Central News Agency confirmed his nighttime tour of Singapore, a rare quick disclosure of the leader's detailed itinerary and schedules during his overseas trip. It also confirmed he was guided by Singapore officials, including Foreign Minister Vivian Balakrishnan. His tour of Singapore came a day before the historic summit with Mr. Trump currently underway that's expected to discuss how to get rid of the North's nuclear weapons program. An official of Seoul's presidential office, Cheong Wade, was cited by Yonhap News Agency as saying today that U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo will visit South Korea this week to personally explain the outcome of the Trump-Kim summit to his South Korean counterparts. The top U.S. diplomat is said to arrive in Seoul tomorrow, a day after the historic summit in Singapore. Following the trip to South Korea, Mr. Pompeo is scheduled to fly to Beijing to meet Chinese officials. The State Department has said Mr. Pompeo's stops in South Korea and China demonstrate the Trump administration's focus on the denuclearization of the Korean peninsula and commitment to alliances and partnerships in the Indo-Pacific region. Malaysian Deputy Prime Minister Wan Aziza Wan Ismail says Malaysia plans to tighten existing laws protecting children against sexual violence and hold guardians and teachers accountable for ignoring telltale signs of abuse. An act on sexual offences against children was passed last year under the former government of ex-Prime Minister Najib Razak. It aims to protect minors below the age of 18 and make child pornography and sexually communicating with a child an offence. One Aziza, who holds a second portfolio as the Minister of Women, Family and Community Development, says there's room to strengthen the law and to make it more effective. And finally, United States President Donald Trump today tweeted that his top economic adviser has suffered a heart attack. Mr. Larry Kudlow, a key member of Mr. Trump's team, had kept up the barrage of criticism after the U.S. blamed Canada on Sunday for the disastrous ending to the weekend Group of Seven summit, saying Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau stabbed America in the back while American allies held Washington responsible. Mr. Trump posted the tweet just before the summit in Singapore this morning. And that's the news on Money FM. Get more from the Straits Times or the Business Times.
You're listening to Money FM, a station of SPH Radio, Singapore's fastest growing radio network.